0: Hello, and welcome to the Enlightened Awakening Podcast. A place of honest and authentic conversations. I'm your host, Timmy. And I'm Maria. And today we want to have a conversation about those cold winter months that we're about to enter into, especially here in Canada, and to have a conversation about how it is that we're able to structure our lives in such a way that we can maintain motivation, joy, and productivity, even when it's cold outside. So to open up this conversation, Yuria, I wanted to start by asking you, what is it about winter that, in your experience, saps you of motivation, joy, and that sense of productivity that you might have throughout other times of the year? The biggest challenge for me, honestly, was not getting a whole lot of sun
1: exposure. Originally, I'm from a very hot climate, and it was a pretty drastic change in Just adjusting to the sun setting so early in comparison to the summer, it had a huge effect in my psyche in regards to when my brain was telling me it was time to relax. And it felt very strange for several years to be doing active things once the sun had set, because it felt as though I had to be home relaxing and and almost getting ready for bed. So when you get into that cycle where the sun sets so early in the day and you get home, perhaps if you're working a day shift or something and you get home around four and the sun's already setting or is already set, then it feels almost like it's time to rest. It's time to go to bed, but but you still have several hours left in the day. So it was really hard for me to get the motivation. And honestly, I just lost my dedication to do all of my activities.
0: After work, one of the things that I would say really contributes to this lack of productivity and joy in my life when it comes to the winter months is that it just seems like everything is much more difficult. Going to make a quick run to the mall is much more difficult if it's snowing. Even walking outside to take out the trash. Now you got to bundle up, put your boots on. It's so much more effort. And so it really does lend itself to just relaxing, sitting in, saying that, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not going to worry about that because of how much extra work it's going to be. But it wasn't until I think it was university that when I was talking to a friend of mine about how the winter months affect me and they had talked about this idea of seasonal affective disorder. And I hadn't actually heard of this. And I kind of did a little bit of research and realized that it was very likely that this was something that was affecting me. Seasonal affective disorder is a condition that affects between two to three percent of the population, according to the Canadian Mental Health Association. How it presents is quite similar to a milder form of depression, where you have that loss of interest in activities that you were previously engaging in, where you have a motivation, where you don't really feel like doing anything. And these are a lot of the things that you had described earlier, Uriel, and... For myself, once I understood what was going on, that's where I was able to start formulating a better idea of how I was going to handle it. You spoke about exposure to sunlight earlier, and I think that that's one of the most important pieces. And of course, what comes with that is vitamin D. The year after I learned about seasonal affective disorder and understood that vitamin D can really help with that. I actually was very intentional about taking a good amount. So it was 3000 units of vitamin D on a daily basis for about nine months before the next set of winter months. And it made an enormous difference for me. And I was very pleasantly surprised because that sense of lack of motivation and lack of joy and lack of productivity that I had suffered from for years before that more or less evaporated. and. I started to see the winter as a time of reflection to gather myself, to make plans for when spring and summer come so that ultimately when the seasons do change, I'm ready to step into that. And I don't feel like it's something that I have to suffer through anymore. What about you, Matt? What are some of the other things that you have found to be effective in your life in terms of combating the winter blues or seasonal affective disorder or this lack of motivation that many of us experience over the course of those winter months.
1: I have to agree with you. Once I've had a conversation with my doctor regarding like my vitamin D levels and got some blood work done, I was able to get better direction in regards to how much vitamin D I should try to be getting, especially during the winter. And that's definitely something I would recommend to everyone that feels Like they're fatigued or they're maybe feeling lethargic, low in energy, low motivation. Uh, Definitely go and have a conversation with your family doctor uh, regarding vitamin D supplementation. And just be aware that it does take several weeks for it to really show its effects. But if you remain consistent with it, it can actually make a massive, massive difference. And in my personal life, it certainly had that effect. The other thing too, that I really had to take seriously is try to avoid places that are like dungeons. And so for myself, I really enjoy working out. And most gyms that I had went to were basically they had no windows, there was no natural light coming in. And so I tried my best to find a gym that had some natural light coming in. So when I did work out during the daytime, I could get some sunlight and it could feel almost like there was a sense of normalcy, especially when some of us like work in in offices or we're working in like buildings that we're not really getting a lot of sun exposure. I think that just sort of helped regulate my mood a lot better. Some of the days it can be quite cold. You don't necessarily have the flexibility to go for a walk unless you really want to bundle up and go for a walk. But the amount of vitamin D you'd be getting from that is quite low due to the uh, exposed skin. I will say though that for me especially is making sure that I start my day early, especially in the winter, so that I can do all of my indoor activities while the sun's still down and try to be around windows and just try to get as much sun exposure as I can during uh, the daytime hours. Sometimes that's not necessarily possible. If I have to work during the day, And when I get out of work, usually I try to just kind of set goals with other friends or other people that I lean on to keep me accountable. And that sort of gets me away from the mentality of, oh, it's cold. The roads are crappy. I'm not feeling, that you know, energetic to go and work out or or do anything. So making plans and, and setting goals has been an effective way for me to remain dedicated and to just ensure that I'm getting enough exercise and movement throughout the winter months because it's just so easy to turn on the TV and sit on the couch and just essentially watch the time wash away until the next day. And I found that when I kind of got stuck in that cyclical loop of going to work, coming home, sitting down on the couch, eating and watching, it felt as though my life had no meaning because I wasn't really achieving anything. I wasn't really striving for anything. With my friends that I've sort of relied upon and I've made goals with, it's continued to keep me motivated and dedicated to the goals that I set because of my natural competitive nature. A, I don't want to let them down, but B, there's a part of me that also doesn't want to let other people get ahead of me because I'm trying to be lazy.
0: Yeah, I like that, man. And I think that what I really gathered from what you were saying there is having some type of consistent routine, whatever that happens to look like. Because as you rightly said, it's all too easy to just get sucked into the routine of doing nothing. One of the things that has been extremely effective in recent years for me is ensuring that I start my day with a bunch of positive input, turn to a book, some prayer, meditation, drink a glass of water, and just set yourself up for success and to have the first thing going on in your mind, just be input that is going to elevate you and move you forward. If first thing in the morning, all you're hearing about is the negative things going on in the world or how cold it is and how much snow you can expect. Yeah, that is going to have a negative impact on the way that you see not just your day, but your week, your month and maybe the whole of winter time. Another thing that I think really has helped as well is exercise. Everybody knows this, so I'm not going to talk too much about that, but taking the time to consistently get some sort of physical activity is going to release those natural endorphins that will boost your mood. I think goal setting, which you referenced earlier, Ariel, is a very important thing because being a person who's all about seasons, as we've talked about previously, I'd love to set goals for myself for the springtime to say, hey, I'm going to use this time. It's almost like when you have a story or a movie where there's like a time skip where some events have happened in the interim and then you find out later on just how much has changed for this individual and the gap between the story. I love that idea. And so I always see the wintertime as a time skip. What am I going to do to get myself better physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, so that come springtime, I'm a newer version of myself and I'm ready for whatever life has to bring in that new season. It's super effective and... I like playing those little types of mental games with myself where I'm like, okay, how much work can I put in during this time? So I'm different when the seasons flip. I really like that idea that you, you talked about just now
1: with myself and my own personal competitiveness. I know that a lot of people will be idling around and not necessarily striving as hard as they usually do during the spring and summer months, but this is a time to continue to get ahead and to get ahead of your competition. I believe personally that the winter months are the best months to get in shape and to sort of really shoot for all of your goals. And it presents so many different opportunities because most people will just be idling around it and they prefer comfort as opposed to challenge. And so I think these it just presents a lot of great opportunities that I think not a lot of people choose to reach out for. I think we just kind of embrace the suck and like go for it.
0: We know it's going to be miserable. It's going to be freezing, especially here in Canada. Yeah, it's going to get to minus 40. And we all know that. Complaining about what happens every single year, there's it really doesn't change anything. It just causes us to feel like it sucks more. But when we decide that, yeah, this is going to be a time that is going to be more challenging, but I want to rise to the challenge, right? I think that there's a lot of benefit in that. And I think that that's also why journaling and goal setting are extremely important. The power that comes with Setting a goal, dedicating to a process to reach that, continually pursuing that, and then being able to see the progress, even if you don't reach that goal. The progress that you make will be more than enough to sustain you during hard times. When things are freezing outside and maybe our mood isn't quite what it is because of all of the things that come with the cold winter months, we have something else that we can continue striving towards. And chronicling how we were able to go through that, there's a lot of value in that. Because a lot of the time I'll say, man, you know, this was something that was really hard for me. But now that I look back on it, I can see that I was able to overcome and I was able to see how I worked through that. And it doesn't seem like such a big deal, whatever it was that I was working through. Because it's proof to yourself. And it comes back to what we talked about last week with building self-worth. When you can see that you overcame something that typically used to bring you down, right? Maybe in the past you would just indulge in pleasures and comfort throughout the winter months to get yourself through because of how much it affected you, how it steals your motivation. But when you see that you were able to actually use that time productively, you're proving to yourself that you're more capable than you perhaps thought you were. And that in and of itself will also do wonders to lift your mood to keep you motivated, to help you stay disciplined towards pursuing the goals that you said that you wanted for yourself.
1: I couldn't agree more with you. I think the other benefit that you sort of indirectly touched on is just how much character is built during these very difficult seasons of the year. I think it takes a lot of character for somebody to get up early in the morning, to scrape their car in like minus 30 degree weather, just to go and exercise or to go to school or go study as opposed to continuing to remain in a comfortable environment. I think it's really important for us to continue to challenge ourselves and to strengthen our character because it's going to make any challenge that we face in spring and summer that much easier for us to not question ourselves when something difficult comes our way. I've really learned to embrace winter Since I started adding like cold showers to my exercise routine when it comes to recovery. It sounds really crazy, but when you become so comfortable in discomfort, it really does something amazing for your confidence and your ability to withstand challenges. And it extends into even just disagreements on a professional or personal level. Your ability to remain calm during difficult situations increases significantly Every time I feel as though my brain is telling me, oh, just stay in bed, take a rest day, you're sore, or whatever, those are the days where I really just put myself out there and I go and do the things that I know I need to do. Because those are the days that truly make a significant change in my life. As a result, my mood remains more consistent, my sleep remains regulated, and I, I, I maintain a level of fitness that I usually have during the spring and summer months, as opposed to just letting myself go and watching my body deteriorate. And when my body deteriorates, my mental health and psyche also deteriorates. It's so, so, so important for us to just continue to reach for our goals that we have and not feel as though the winter months are the time of the year where we just kind of let ourselves go. A lot of people talk about like, oh, it's Thanksgiving or it's Christmas. Like you can have as much food as you want or as many treats as you want. But I don't really think that that's a good mentality to adopt. I think that we have to have a certain level of consistency and just like you said, a routine that we continue to follow regardless of what's going on externally around us. And that consistency, once again, is just going to continue to refine our character and it's going to allow us not to question ourselves or not to overanalyze situations and just go and do what it is that we've got to do. You know as well as I do, that like the winter months are also times of the year where people are calling in sick more often because they don't want to necessarily go to work. There's so many different ways in our lives that we can truly capitalize on things that people choose to let go during this time of the year and really step up our game significantly and get ahead
0: because other people are choosing not to. Really what it comes down to, in my mind, is being extremely intentional about controlling what it is that we can control and being okay with the rest. It was actually my wife that pointed this out to me, that she had heard that Canadians love to talk about the weather. In my mind, I was just like, well, yeah, you know, every now and then you'll bring it up. But I started paying more attention to the way that I talk about the weather and how often I do. And she's right. We do have a tendency to say, oh, yeah, you know, it's going to be this. It's going to be that outside. We have no control over that. The weather is going to be the weather. And so, yes, it may be a nice point of conversation to talk about it. But ultimately speaking, why is it that we have this fixation with it? Well, it's because it ultimately does impact our lives in one way or another. Taking back some of that control by accounting for the factors that we can, structuring our life in such a way where those external factors have less of an impact on us. Not only is that going to benefit us during the winter months, but it's going to benefit us in life across the board. Oftentimes we have a tendency to just go with whatever is happening on the outside because I think it's easier. And this is where the daily disciplines that we've been talking about really are going to be what sets us apart because the vast majority of the people that we interact with probably aren't doing that. And not to say that it's a competition to be better or that we're above others because we choose to do things a little bit differently. But really what it comes down to is, what is it that we said we wanted to do? What is it that we wanted to achieve? Who is it that we want to become? And why is that important to us? And focusing on that. We've heard it said many times, and it's come up a lot of times, this quote about he who has a strong why can overcome any how. And as silly as it may seem to use such a powerful quote in the context of overcoming the winter months, I think that there is a lot of value to it. And it is something that has really empowered me to remind myself that this too shall pass. Just as surely as the season of winter came, it will go. I want to be able to say that I am better and not bitter during that time and that I make good use of the time that I was granted, even if it wasn't in the nicest of weather. And, you know, the other thing, too, that I found coming from a very warm
1: climate, uh, just like you were talking about just now about how Canadians love to talk about the weather. And oftentimes it's uh, it carries a negative connotation. It puts you in this like negative cycle mentally because everybody you surround yourself, uh, you know, is constantly complaining about the weather, how cold it is, and perhaps how difficult their commute was. And that's not to discredit, you know, the reality of what winter months are, are like. They're very difficult in in various aspects. But I remember when I was younger, the amount of joy I had the m- first time I ever saw snow. I couldn't necessarily describe the feeling, but it was such an incredible experience. Just feeling snow falling on my skin and trying to catch uh, snowflakes with my tongue, going to snow events. It was truly incredible what that felt like. And as I've gotten older, I lost that joy from the winter. And in reality, there's so much beauty to the winters that we have, even with all the challenges that they present. And one of the things I'm really hoping to do this year is to try to challenge myself a lot more to do activities outdoors that I chose not to because I was too afraid of how cold it was or how uncomfortable I might feel. And to truly embrace what it's like to live in a country that gets snow. There's so many things that we can actually be doing if we just lose the fear of how cold it might be or how challenging it might be to get somewhere. So I do challenge all of the listeners to challenge themselves and maybe try to learn how to ski or try to learn how to snowboard, maybe go snowshoeing, you know, maybe go and go to a cabin, learn how to do ice fishing. There's just so many incredible activities or even just go for a very short walk and, and look at the mountains and, and the trees or perhaps just heat up some hot cocoa or some tea or have a coffee and, and look at the beautiful views that, that are presented to you.
0: I got to admit, there is a lot of beauty in winter when you choose to adopt that perspective. I mean, Christmas time, for me anyways, would feel weird if there was no snow. And I don't know if it's the same for you now that you've had so many Christmases here in Canada as opposed to back home. But there is a lot of beauty that can be observed when we are willing to take our eyes off of the things that perhaps we don't like about those colder months. And to understand that there is a reason why we have this time and that reason is going to be different to each of us but finding meaning in these moments where perhaps we can't do the things that we would normally like to do during the spring and summer months still finding those ways to adjust our perspective and what it is that we are doing thinking the way that we structure our lives so that we can continue pressing forward towards those goals that we said were important to us thanks for tuning in to today's episode guys we appreciate the continued support And as always, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please do so wherever it is that you like to listen to podcasts because we out here on every single platform. Until next time, take care, stay blessed
1: and make sure to remember,
0: create a life
1: worth living. Thank you for listening.